Lord, I thank you so much, and I am so humbled to be up here to be a vessel for you, Lord. Um, I just ask that you just take over my mind. You take over my words. Um, let it just be about you today, Father. Whether I ramble on for two hours or I just get to the point and I'm over in 18 minutes or something, I just want it to be about you. Um, remove me from the picture and just let me give your word today, Father. Uh, thank you for surrounding me with friends and family that care about me so much um, and that are always so supportive of the crazy things that I, you know, bring to the plate. Um, thank you, Lord, for blessing me with such an amazing word to give today. And I just ask that it reaches at least one person in this room, Father. And I just say all these things in your name. Amen. Okay, so first off, this isn't my first rodeo standing in front of people, but majority of the time they're like this tall because I'm from children's ministry. And uh, I do things like choose this day when you listen, you obey, right? And so that's, that's kind of what I'm coming from. And so if I'm a little animated at times, I'm sorry. If I talk a little fast, again, I'm sorry. But you all know me, you know my heart, um, and, and you know a girl likes to talk. So <laughs> um, last week, like I was saying, I felt completely unworthy to stand up here. And uh, when we were praying and when God was revealing things to me, he was like, I did not give you a spirit of fear. So what are you talking about? Like, who's to say that you're unworthy? Who, who's the judge of that? I thought I was. And I'm the one that's telling you to stand up here. So I'm going to stand in that confidence right now and just say, I'm sorry if you guys are judging me, but I highly doubt you are. Um, <laughs> the verse that I shared with Jason to share with all of you was Joshua 1.9. And I did not give him any of the verses that I'm going to share today because I did not have all of them ready for him in time. So... Unfortunately, it's not going to be on the screen. Um, but Joshua 1.9 says, I have, not, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And, I mean, obviously, that's a huge, huge verse um, that I've heard plenty of times. But it just took on a whole other meaning this week. Um, the other thing that was really funny is my life verse has been Psalms 34.4 for the longest time, um, like at least 12 years, um, which is, I sought the Lord, he answered me, freeing me from all my fears. Do you guys get where I'm going with this? I'm talking about fear, <laughs> in the midst of my fear. Um, you know, the thing that I prayed about the most this week is how fear is a liar and how I cannot agree with it at all within my life, and I don't want any of my friends and family to do the same. Um, you know, <laughs> the, the fear of man is real in a lot of us. Um, so right now, I will say 365 times, not literally, but in the Bible it says it, 360, 365 times to not fear. And I just pray over us right now. I declare over us that we will not agree with it. We will not um, let our flesh fail us anymore and that we will no longer feel less than. Um, my lovely friend Jill this morning texted me and reminded me with 1 Samuel 16, 7 about our friend David and how you know God chose him to do certain things. And so uh, why wouldn't he choose us? Okay, so... In preparing, I was like, I know I'm supposed to talk about fear. 
I should probably open my Bible. <laughs> this this kind of has some good stuff in it. Um, and I was like, I've got notes all throughout this thing. I've got pages marked. There's got to be something good in there that I can work off of. And uh, <laughs> the first thing that I found was God is our helper. And my my thing fell out. My little note came out. So I don't even know what verse it was referencing. But it says, God is my helper and he is my completer. And uh, one of the things that I wrote on the paper was that he does for us what we cannot do for ourselves. He fills the gap with his agape love. Where we have fear, he brings comfort. And where we have the fear, we also have, he also gives us the grace and the boldness we need to get through it. As a wife, I am called to be the completer and the helper of my husband, um, to complete where he may be lacking. And although my husband may say that I am perfect in every way, I am not, and I am also at fault um, and lacking in a lot of ways. And he is my helper, and he helps um, just complete me the way that Christ would complete us. Um, one of the things that Christ really spoke to me this week was that he will be there to help with our boldness, to help bring us that boldness that we need in place of the fear that we have. Um, recently, I was talking to one of my friends about fear, and you know, they, they brought up how they had, they had done some things that they know Christ would not be proud of, that they know that was lacking in their life. And, you know, they just became afraid and burdened. <laughs> and beside being like, me too. Like, yes, this, I have felt this over and over and over. I immediately got a little, little sassy with, with them and was like, but are you forgiven? Are, are you a child of God that has not been found guilty, that has, you know, completely been washed clean? Um, <laughs> you know, last time I checked, everything that we had done was in the past. And it doesn't matter, it's in the past. I mean, come on. I need like the Lion King meme up here where Rafiki is speaking some truth to Simba and he's like, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. You know, he's always with you. You don't have to worry anymore. Um, but how often do we forget that God lives in us? Like real question, how often do we forget? How many times do we just like think that it's all on our own? that we are not a vessel for him. I'm here to say that you have no reason to fear anymore because the Bible says that God is with you wherever you go and that whatever you do, you will no longer be burdened by the past because it has been erased and it never happens. And I'm sure you guys all know this. You've heard this over and over and over. I'm probably just reiterating things that you have heard a thousand times over, but for some reason, God said, you need to tell them again. You need to release this fear that you, they have, that man has given them, and really seek the boldness that he wants for you instead of the fear that man wants for you, that the enemy wants for you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look up, okay, Psalms 118.6. If you guys want to join me, you can. Um, it says, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. 
what can mere mortals do to me? And it's funny because I had marked that one, and then I also marked Psalm 56, 3 through 4, which I don't even have the fourth one on here. We're going to Google. No, we're going to do it this way. They go hand in hand. I thought it was interesting how in two different places in Psalm, it says what can mere mortals do to me or what can mere uh, men do to me. Um, When I'm afraid, this is Psalm 56, 3 through 4. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do? Or, I'm sorry, what can mortal men do to me? And honestly, like, that just played over and over in my head all week. Like, any time that I would think about standing up here, there would be something that would come to my mind, some person that would come to my mind. And I'm like, no, they're not going to be afraid this week. I'm not going to be afraid this week. Like, we're in this together. Um... Let's see, 1 Corinthians 16, 13. I know I'm going fast, y'all. says, be on your guard, stand firm in faith, be courageous, and be strong. I mean, (laughs) it doesn't get any simpler than that, right? Like, you're just supposed to... Stand firm in your faith. Where there is faith, there is no doubt. There is no fear. You either have faith or you don't. And honestly, that like pushes you out of your comfort zone, right? Oh, (laughs) my poor baby. Yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It pushes you out of your comfort zone. I mean, honest, okay, like, show of hands, because I know it's, it's early, but y'all are seeming a little dead out there. Who has had fear in their life? Okay, thank you. <laughs> just, just making sure that we're good. Okay, not preaching to, to nobody right now. Um, and who in here has failed to be bold in their faith because of the fear? Okay, fabulous. So, why is it that when we stand firm in him, somehow we, it escapes our mind that, you know, the big G-O-D has our B-A-C-K? He's got our back always. And uh, that we're supposed to follow him wherever he sends us. And I, I don't mean like we're going to walk up to just any random person that we meet on the street and be like, excuse me, sir, do you know Jesus? Do you, do, you, do you know our Lord and Savior? No? Okay, let me just tell you about him. Now, I mean in those situations where, you know, you're at the library. This happened to me recently. You're at the library and you're striking a conversation with somebody. And they ask you something and your answer is Christ. Your answer is something that has to do with what he is doing in your life. And you pause. That hard pause. Like, do I say this? Do I tell them that God is working in my life and that the only reason that I am here right now is because God is working in my life. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm 
more religious. Uh, no, I'm not religious at all, actually. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I stumble. I went to the ER with my son the other day to get him an x-ray and they were like, oh, what is your religious preference? And I was like, oh, I'm just a Christian. I'm like, oh, like after I said it, I, oh, like a heart just died. I cannot believe that came from my mouth. But that's the fear of man just taking over. <laughs> it's true, you know? How many times have we... We've been like, oh, well, this person might not be okay that I'm a follower of Christ, you know? How, how is this person going to judge me right now? When I'm standing in my truth, when I'm standing in the love, <laughs> under his love, how? How is that a thing that we should be doing? Okay, and I'm, I'm going to put this out there because I know not all of you guys have Facebook, but how many of you guys don't post certain things on Facebook because you aren't sure that it'll be well-received? And I'm not talking about anything, like, scandalous. I'm just talking about, like, thank you, Lord, for this day. You know, oh, Andrew talks about God so much. Oh, yes, I should be praising him. I should be, like, screaming from the rooftops. He saved my life and he has changed me. He has made me new. You know, I, I, the fact that giving up something that is so bad for us doesn't make sense that it's so hard. I mean, pain pills. I used to carry a huge thing in my backpack everywhere I went because I was afraid that I was going to get a headache. Because I got them enough that I was like, I just better, better just keep it with me. But no, <laughs> I'm like, nope, Jesus, this is yours. I'm not getting migraines anymore. If I have a headache, I'm praying it away because that's, that's just what's going to work for me. I can't rely on this and live in the fear of this because I'll in turn have the headache of blank, you know. I <laughs> shaved my head. For multiple reasons, but one of the main reasons I shaved my head is because my identity is not in my hair. It is not in how people judge me, but it is in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Grace, I can't stop with my left hand. But that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know how many times people looked at me and were like, oh, is she a skinhead? Is she sick? Like, just all the things that would run through my head, it doesn't matter because I'm beautiful in Christ. He made me thus, I am awesome. You know, that's what my friend says. He made me thus, I'm awesome. So I'm going to adopt that today. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, God was like, why do you have these people on your Facebook? Like, why do you have all these toxic relationships in your life? And so I removed them. And I hesitated. I was like, but I really like looking at their pictures, Lord. I really like to just keep little tabs on their life, even though I have no investment in them and they have no investment in me they probably don't even know that I'm gone you know I haven't gotten any messages like where did you go why did you delete me and I deleted a lot of people because it, there was no worth to it but the fear of man again took over and honestly like it is freeing to be obedient it is freeing to be bold the woman that I talked to at the library was <laughs> very 
crunchy, if you guys know that term. Yeah. <laughs> she, crunchy is like holistic mama, like no meds. She had purple long hair, but was smelling of essential oils and had that cute little bag draped over her shoulder and her little willow child. I know I love her. She is everything that I want to be minus the lack of obedience, the lack of like one of the kids was doing something and she was like boundaries. I was like, yes, boundaries. But also you should not hit your brother you should apologize. <laughs> so she was a wonderful woman, and I will definitely hang out with her again. But it was like, you know, you're, you're talking about new age. You're talking about something that I'm not agreeing with. And as I felt just the tug on my heart, I was like, Lord, this woman needs to know that I am following you and nothing else. And that I will not be swayed. And that was fine. Like, she was completely fine with it. We talked about our beliefs, and there was no issue. But being bold, being obedient, was huge. <laughs> and I'm just sitting at the library, like, eating fake waffles, you know, that my kid made for me. <laughs> like, this is real life. <laughs> I did not give you a spirit of fear. Over and over and over, I just want you to tell yourself that. I did not give you a spirit of fear. My darling Rachel, in saying, let, let my people speak last week, was a huge encouragement. Hearing Linda behind me during worship, praising him in a way that I wish I had. Not because you have a beautiful voice, but because you are not afraid to let anybody in this room hear you. That is amazing. And you always bless us. Like, this is just, this is a thing that you do. Your husband does it too, and I'm kind of sad he's not here, because, like, he's awesome. I was like, when I went to talk to Jason last week, I was like, so I'm supposed to give the word next week. And I was really not bold at all. And uh, he was like, well, Matthew's supposed to preach. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, I respect him so much. But, you know, here I am. Tell him I missed him. Give him a hug. High five, whatever. <laughs> all in all, I want you guys just to be able to remove the fear in your life. Honestly, I want you just to think. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to say anything. No, I'm not going to have you come up front. But I want you to think of the thing that you have in your life right now that is just giving you the utmost fear. And I want you to give it to him. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. I swear I pray all day long. That's how it should be. Right? Constant prayer. Constant communication with our Father. Right? Who does that in this room? Like, honestly, every day of the week besides Miss Christine, because I love you. <laughs> Dad, yes. That's how it should be. You know? I, the line, like, I talk on the phone more than I text. And for those of you who know me, I'm sorry, but that's just who I am. But getting on the phone 
And having a conversation with somebody that I care about is a lot easier for me. And it's a lot more intimate for me. And that's exactly what it is here. I'm never hanging up the phone with my father in heaven. There's no reason to put him on hold because somebody else is more important to talk to. The person that you've had in your life for years who went through you, like went through something with you, you guys, you guys have a past. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. He lives in you. Doesn't matter. It's in the past. Disney bringing it on home. <laughs> Those hours of Disney videos paid off, Dad. Appreciate it. <laughs> Honestly, God, are, God is greater than any bubble that we put him or ourselves into. And he has given you the power to live courageously. And not just courageously, but boldly and fearlessly. Honestly, God is telling you to be bold. In all that you do. Not just when you're here. Not just when you're around your friends and family. You know, I was, I was going to, like, whip out some children's ministry stuff and, like, bring up a glow stick, crack the glow stick, shake it up, show you guys this is the light of the Lord, and you should have it with you always. <laughs> it's in the backpack. I almost did it, y'all. Like, so close. Cracked on the way here. That's okay. <laughs> It's, it's the truth. Like, you've been through some stuff. You've become broken. And yet, you shake it. And here you are. You should be the light, right? We should, how, how else do, do people learn who Jesus is? How did you find God? Did you just wake up one day and was like, the Lord? No. <laughs> There was no shining light that came upon you, at least not to my knowledge. If you, if you did, please share that with me later because I want to know. Somebody told you. Somebody introduced you. Parents, friends, family, a complete stranger on the side of the road. Who knows? I think about the woman that was crying in the alleyway, and my heart is broken for her. For the man on the side of the street, my heart is broken for him. For the people who just do not know the joy that you can have in the boldness of somebody else being obedient. You know, it is not that hard to be like, I know Christ. He lives in me. These are very basic things, but for some reason, as adults, we lose the desire to share that with others. I mean, Ryder this morning apparently ran up <laughs> to Corel and was like, there was an earthquake and then the church fell. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. And then we put Moses in a basket and, and he wants to tell these stories. Why don't we? Although I do tell him the real story of David and Goliath and how David chopped off his head. I think that's necessary. It's, it's appropriate. 
And a lot of people who preach on fear, because I did listen to a lot of different sermons this week, just hoping that it would spark something inside of me instead of being like, oh yeah, God, you're the one that's leading this. <laughs> Let me hear what other people have, you have told other people so that I can tell them to, yeah, no, that doesn't work. But I heard a lot of David and Goliath stories. And, you know, it made me think of the giant killers and how David is one of my favorite people because I may be little, but God has big plans for me. Has something that I've said for years. I want to get it on a t-shirt, tattooed on my forehead. I don't know, something to remind not just myself, but other people that I am a force to be reckoned with. Not because I'm tiny like dynamite, but because Christ lives in me. Yes, Julia, I say tiny like dynamite. I'm referencing my soccer days. Stick with me. It's good. <laughs> so that thing that you're fearful of, whatever it is, and if it keeps coming up, if your flesh keeps failing you, I want you to promise that again and again and again you will give it to him. And it doesn't matter if you're promising it to me because that doesn't matter to me. The only person who matters, person, is the guy upstairs. He's more like all around us, but you know, it's easier to reference the guy upstairs. Just give it to him again and again and again. And honestly, with his help, that internal dialogue that we have, because it's not somebody else, it's us, could be disguised with somebody else's face, but it's our internal dialogue that he needs to change and that he can change. But you have to give him the opportunity, you know? The truth will set you free, right? Right? Okay, I see Rachel. <laughs> the truth will set you free. This is the truth, be set free. Go and be bold. No more fear, right? So I honestly, I think that Christine is the best person to do this um, in leading us to just release some of that fear. I just want to pray it away right now. There's, there's nothing better to do. I'm not going to be like, okay, we're going to write it down. You come up here, we're going to burn it, and then it'll be gone. Go have fun. Go enjoy your Sunday. Don't go Patriots. Whatever. It's, <laughs> that's, that's not what this is about. This is about a true relationship, a true freedom through Christ. Taking your fears to him. Saying, Father, I, I just want to be broken of this fear. The spirit of fear of man spirit of fear of failure, whatever it is, 